I've got Laura from Lowry's here today. Uh, so what is it you're doing, Lowry's? Uh, I sing and I play guitar and I write our songs. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So uh, do you want to just tell me a little bit about Lowry's as a band and how it came to be and how you got to where you are now? Uh, yeah, so I started Low Race when I moved to Scotland like three years ago now. Oh my God, it's so long. Um, yeah, I basically just started looking for people right away after I moved here. Um, and we do kind of like rock music smashed with like pop and electronic stuff. Um, yes. Yeah, like, I can definitely hear a lot of, like, different influences in there. Um, obviously, I got to go to college with you guys and stuff, so heard you and saw you pretty regularly, and I know you all listen to fairly different stuff, like Matt's very into anything with a good riff. Jonesy, he's just a chaotic bass player, I'd say. That's how I would describe <laughs> him. He writes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, like, you guys have had... Uh, quite a few different members over the years and like you said three years you guys have been a band for now yeah three years i think now almost three years yeah the lineup has changed a lot um i'm basically the only member who's like stayed the same um yeah and recently we have kind of decided that uh i'm like stepping in to be the kind of the creative force and doing the most of the writing obviously because of corona it's so difficult to like meet up anyways oh, yeah. um, it's actually kind of a similar dynamic to the one in paris have just uh, started going with like obviously yeah if, if yeah. you listen to them like before it was like alex and brian but now it's just like when is being acknowledged as the creative force behind paris so yeah. it's very i mean it's very cool obviously uh, takes a lot of talent to be able to do that, a lot of creativity. So I'm sure that's also also quite um quite difficult in a lot of ways as well, because you can't like kind of lean on your bandmates with an idea as much if you are like driving it forward yourself. So uh, how's that like impacted you creatively? Um actually I'm way more creative now. I was really like scared of this decision because I was really like insecure. Am I like able to like do it on my own and stuff? But I don't know. Honestly, I feel really good about the decision now. And obviously the band is always there if I want to get feedback um, for my songs and stuff like that. And like the producer as well. Um, but yeah, I really actually feel way more creative now i feel like the dynamic was so like not clear between us that it gave me kind of anxiety like making music because i wasn't sure like what i am making you know like when i need to like leave uh space for other people to create something um yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, like obviously, um, from a creative standpoint, like feeling like you've you've got to leave gaps for other people to fill. Can yeah, yeah. Limiting. Yeah. And like you said, you can always ask them for feedback and ideas. Like you, I don't know, you might have a 
a riff and you're like, I don't know, maybe you want to make this heavier or make it cut through more or even just strip it back. You can always, you know, ask the guys for feedback. Uh, I think that actually shows a much stronger band dynamic than if you felt like you couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. That's a bonus, yeah. So how would you describe Lori's sound, even just where you're at now or on previous releases? Because obviously it can be subject to changing with growth and stuff. Um, I would say we combine electropop with heavy riffs. That is a very good combo and 100% <laughs> is going to cut through the scene, I'd imagine. So obviously like, I've listened to you guys a bunch before, as you know, you know, because we've played shows together and stuff like that. Um, I've always kind of got in a, a, not a massive one, but a slight Vakovi vibe because they, they kind of blend genres as well. It's like, I actually just uh, had a chat with Goff GF and they were talking about how, yeah, they, they can describe their sound, but their genre fluid. So yeah. they're not limiting themselves to, um, you know, to, to one box, right? Which, um, obviously, I know you listen to In Shikari, and yeah. <laughs> one quote that's always stuck in my head is, um, always cross genre boundaries. They don't exist to restrict. So would you say that is a key part of your mantra as a musician and a creative is just kind of doing that and not limiting yourself to one style or idea? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um... Yeah, it's sometimes really difficult to like write a biography because I'm not like so sure like what genre we are. Um, but yeah, I do see it as a good thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, obviously, if you listen to like uh, even just your first EP, you can hear so much experimentation. Like you go from theme park to danger zone. It's like you can still tell it's you guys, but it's two very different um, styles. Yeah. Like, theme Park's yeah. got a kind of, particularly the outro when it switches up, it's got a very indie kind of slight pop vibe, I guess. And then obviously Danger's one's just riff heavy. Um, if somebody told me, bring me the horizon had written it, I would believe them. Uh, which obviously, which obviously speaks miles for the quality of the songs that you guys are putting out, especially given that um, you've only been a band for three years. You know, I think there's definitely a, a lot of room in the scene for you guys to occupy. Oh my god, thank you. How, yeah. how obviously, like, um, you've worked with different creatives now as well. Uh, you did a video with Shootback for your song "Stain." Really good, yeah. really cool idea. How, was it mud? Or was it chocolate or something? And <laughs> where did that idea yeah. come from? Because it was really visually um, impactful. Yeah, I. Well, obviously the song is called Stain, and I wanted to like have like a stain <laughs> in the video. I don't know, <laughs> or like show it in visual, visually. Yeah. Um, I don't know where the idea came from. I don't know, I just wanted to do something edgy and like weird and creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I made it kind of mud from dark chocolates and food coloring. Like there were so many things in it. <laughs> there you go, people. That's how you make your own homemade mud with yeah. Laura from Lori's. 
Did you ever maybe think about doing a little vlog as like a tutorial on how to make the low raise mud? <laughs> I can't remember been... anymore. <laughs> that might have been a cool little, uh, cool little YouTube video. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool, obviously contrasting that with the fact that it, um, it was white and it was essentially leaving a mark on something that was unmarked. Is that something that you'd say tied in with the lyrical themes and concepts of the single? Yeah, definitely, yeah. That's so well. Uh, put in the words um yeah the song is about um yeah just feeling that you're like stained or like there's something like wrong with you um yeah I mean yeah that's also beautiful meaning behind the song like and um, I think people should talk about these things more and be more open about them because we are creatives for a reason we exist to express <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes it's honestly really good though and it, it's good that you guys got to drop that before like covid and stuff like hit like yeah. you've already been able to do something before that because i can only imagine how frustrating it would have been to sit on that without being able to put it out yeah yeah it's so funny because in the video we have like ppe and um like in the lyrics as well i'm talking about um like disinfecting something and then covid <laughs> like what the fuck that was so random <laughs> i mean that that's great though looking back in hindsight you can just be like okay that that's a little too coincidental <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i remember when we were filming it like corona was still like a small thing and we were kind of laughing like ha 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 what that virus thing is <laughs> and then, <"Da> -da. <laughs> on the other side of the world two weeks later we're like okay, yeah, yeah exactly. lockdown and um, no more gigs and i'm sure that is equally as frustrating for you as it is for well us yeah. as well like just not being able to play a show it, it's an unmatched feeling and when music comes back again in a live form it's gonna hit differently with that being said, have you guys got a uh, got a strong lineup and stuff for a comeback? Do you think? You think you're uh, gearing to go when music's back again, or is there still some things in the works? Um. Well, I'm not worrying right now about live gigs because obviously, like we yeah. don't know when they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm like just like recording and making songs and I'm planning single releases for this year um, and I'm going to go to the studio soon. So that's, that's exciting. very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll be good. That'll be good to hear some new Glory songs and see what... Yeah. I, I'd imagine <laughs> a lot of it's going to be lockdown creativity, things that you've just experienced during lockdown. Um. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Most of the songs are written during lockdown, um, but it, they are not necessarily about like lockdown, obviously. I get that, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, also you um, you post a lot of like videos and clips and stuff of things you're working on. I think that's a great way to interact with people who, you know, care about your band or might potentially care about your band because it 
gives them a very almost like a face-to-face -face interaction with the artist rather than you know all the cryptic stuff that bands tend to do you're very straightforward and open i think that probably reflects you guys as people as well like um you, you know they're easy to talk to and stuff so it definitely fits the uh the vibe of the band i guess would yeah i'm i've been really like um like stressing about social media content and doing that but recently i've really just decided like okay i'm just gonna be myself like it doesn't matter if it's not perfect like i'm just trying to be myself and i'm fighting my perfectionism <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah that, that's that's a great way to be though i do think social media uh, a lot of people treat it as a highlight view it's just your best moments but I guess as a creative using your platform to just show people how it is rather than how you want it to be is a good way to do it and a good way to approach things that obviously well it'll impact the image of your band but I'm sure that's in a positive way because at the end of the day uh, I guess people just want to make connections with other people yeah. on an emotional and a mental level so it's good that you do stuff like that it's really um it's a really good way to approach it like just showing people how you create it's because yeah. it's such an extension of your identity like and um, obviously low rays in general has been you can tell that you essentially bleed low rays yeah it's your thing that's really cool but um, moving yeah. on anyway i just wanted to ask if you've got any cool uh, gig or tour stories because i know you guys did do a tour on the release of your ep and you've obviously yeah. done a lot of gigs over the past few years oh Hmm, shit. I don't know if I have like a specific like story. Obviously, there was like some stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess I mostly remember because I needed to drive because no one else in my band had a driver's license. And I needed to drive a van on the other side of the road with like, um, you know gears and i hadn't driven a car like that in so long and oh my god it was just so terrifying yeah because no and stuff like that are completely different uh, yeah like, is it uh, they drive on the right side of the road yeah or we drive on the left yeah oh my god <laughs> it was so terrifying <laughs> Yes, yeah, so no one even honked me so i'm like i did well like in my opinion <laughs> but no one else's opinion i well it's okay because they didn't have the driver's license anyway exactly so, exactly yeah. <laughs> they are not allowed to comment anything <laughs> <laughs> exactly so maybe that's the reason you're the creative force now you're like you just can't drive i'm driving this forward now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. not only do you not have a literal driver's license you don't have a creative driver's license anymore either <laughs> yeah, yeah. And i'm sure it was much more diplomatic than that i actually remember the first time uh, we played Liverpool. we were all crammed into johnny's car and johnny had <laughs> never drive like he'd never driven that long before yeah Liverpool. it's like nearly four hours and the stress was oh my god <laughs> and me um I I don't mean to do it, but I have this notion where I just wind him up quite a lot. I can't help it. It's just 
embedded in me and it makes me get more stressed out and frustrated but then I'll make him laugh and he stops being frustrated so it's fine <laughs> okay good that's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fine it's just obviously I, I would imagine you guys are gonna do a fair amount of tours it's safe to say once it's safe to do so because I genuinely do think you guys have so much potential to broaden your audience like, oh, thank you so much. You know, like, you're operating at a really high quality. The stuff you've put out is not stuff that a band who, like, your first release being a single, obviously, it was still really good, really catchy. You would think you'd worked with, um, you know, like a, a producer who'd sat and, like, written the songs with you and took them apart because they're very well structured. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is cool. there anybody you, like, want to work with creatively anyway? Like, um, anybody that you just, you intend to work with or just a dream collaborator or something? Um oh cool question. Oh my god. I don't know. Um I'm kind of planning now after recording our next singles, I'm planning to start producing myself. Um so yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna work with a produce off of the next couple of singles and then yeah yeah take a more DIY route after that yeah um yeah I'm gonna like start already like producing them now so I have them ready um for later because I feel like I have a lot to learn yet but I also feel like I'm like ready to take the next step like it's the time to take yeah, it right. I guess that's how you learn, isn't it? You just learn by doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so terrified, but also excited. So, yeah. I guess it'll open a lot of doors for you as well, because you might end up producing other bands and stuff as well, and that could be really cool. It could just be Laura Takara producing half of the Glasgow, half the Scottish scene. Because... <laughs> My knowledge on the more like the popular side of our scene and stuff is very limited, so I don't really know if there's a whole lot of like you no know, let's say pop producers in brackets, uh, you know, people that kind of specialise in that stuff. I don't think there's a whole lot of that, particularly in Glasgow. So that could that yeah, could be huge know. for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll just concentrate. Like you know, well, like who produced the new Enter Shikari album, like just himself. And I don't know, that's just so cool. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he's definitely, he's been building up to that for a long time. Um, I don't know yeah. if you've actually seen the um, the documentary for their album, A Flash for the Colors. If you haven't, I really recommend watching it because the- um, I haven't, no, I uh, I'll drop you a link for it. It's really cool. I watched this when I was like 12, before I was even a musician. I watched it when I was 13, when I was 14. I just keep watching it because it's so interesting. The way they got yeah. like sounds on the album from smashing a trash can with a stick and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you yeah. could literally sample anything. And they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. And the Shikari. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love it. Okay. <laughs> one, one of my favourite bands as well. Live, they're always perfect. First time I ever yeah. crowd surfed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Manchester Victoria Warehouse. I think it was 2016. You just seen me like floating across the crowd because I'm so light and it was it was the greatest. <laughs> With that being said though, um 
if you were to choose a dream tour lineup with your band, who would you want to tour with? It can be any range or diversity of genres and stuff. Well, and the Chicago business. <laughs> would they be headlining? Yeah, we would be supporting them. Totally um, there. Okay, Arkane Roads, Arkane Roads, obviously, obviously. Um, Biffy Clyra. Oh, that is also a very strong. This is shaping up to be a good tour. I'd like to see this happen. <laughs> how many can I choose? <laughs> choose as many as you want, because we never know how big these tours are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, now my mind is empty. <laughs> oh, there's this really cool band called Wargasm. I know um, Wargasm. They're, um, they're actually going to be doing a tour with Holden Absence. Um, oh, what's really? the end of this year? Yeah, holding us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many cool bands right now. Like, one day we'll get to see your tour with all of them because that would be absolutely phenomenal. I think, um, you're also a, a fan of Yonaka, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, like, that would be a really, really cool tour. Yeah, yeah, Paris as well. That would I'm be just massive. like forgetting everything I listen to. That, listen, that's a that's a lot of bands, and if you got to tour with any of the bands on that list, that would be huge. Yeah. Um, oh my god, that would be so cool. Let's keep our fingers crossed, then, because I, yeah. I think you can do it. Oh, I'll add Miley Cyrus to my lineup as well. That that, that is a crazy good lineup. Like <laughs> so many different types of bands. How much would you charge for a ticket for all of them? Because I would pay festival money for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would have tried to keep it like reasonable, you know, obviously. I don't know. But th that is very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe split it into two separate tours to. Yeah. yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. So, like, you guys are also recording new singles and stuff. Is there any like themes and concepts you're gonna tackle in that time? Um, yeah. Um, I don't know yet if there's gonna be like an EP or album. I haven't like decided yet, but like, I can see that the songs are beginning to like kind of tell a story and the story is just kind of about my journey after I moved here and what I have experienced because I haven't had like a good time <laughs> um, and now like in hindsight I can like see the songs like shaping up to like tell a story. Yeah that's that's really good that is a uh, that is what art's all about isn't yeah. it? It's just telling stories yeah. and expressing ourselves so i'm sure it's going to be amazing whether it's singles an ep or an album really excited for the future of lorries and everything that comes after well covid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a a common theme in these podcasts <laughs> is asking the artists about covid and i try not to but it's such an influential thing in all of our lives yeah, right yeah. honestly thank you so much for coming on and talking about yeah thank you thank you I'm for having a me. massive fan of what you guys do yeah. anyway so it's just like getting to talk to a band that you're genuinely a fan of <laughs> yeah and then um, obviously uh, before i let you go and stuff do you want to just plug your socials where people can find you or low raise or anything else you might plug, you know? Uh, yes. 
well, we're on everywhere with the same, um, like, what is it? Uh, at, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, at yeah. low race music. At low race music. And obviously, people can find you guys on Spotify. I'm assuming Apple yeah. music, probably Deezer, Amazon, all that kind of stuff if you use it. It'd just be low race music. Yeah. I will include links to all your socials and stuff in the bio so people can find you. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on and talking about your band. Yeah, thank you great. for having me. Yay. <laughs>